Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spark Plug Podcast, episode 14, correct? Yes, 14, 14? Yeah, I'm going to go 14. I believe. Um, We're going to fact check it really quick. Episode 14, yes. 14, yes. yes. Um, today, oh, I stubbed my toe. I'm, I'm joined by oh. my amazing co-hosts. The one that stubbed his toe, Thunder Random, otherwise known as Andrew. Say hello, Andrew. He's dead. He's he died. Dead. He's gone. <laughs> and I'm gone by... I'm also joined by OKC Flow on Twitter, otherwise known as Trey Man Burner, otherwise known as Trey. Say what's up, Trey. What's up, what's up, what's up? Um, <laughs> Andrew is dead for the time being. He stubbed <laughs> his toe. He is... I'm crying. Okay, he's here. Oh, he's, my he's, God. Cr- he's, he's crying, dead. but he is here. <laughs> Um, what a trooper. You need, you need a band-aid on your boo-boo? I need a new toenail. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay. Anyways. Well, that's a way to open the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome back, guys. Stop tier entertainment. Okay. All right. Yo just sacrificed his toe for you guys. How do you feel? <laughs> they feel good enough to drop a five-star. Yes, sir. Because we need those. Um, we need those schools about to start back up for us guys, but don't even begin to think that that means no content. Nothing's going to change. Um, actually we mentioned this a couple episodes ago, probably more than a couple. Um, you're actually going to be getting more content come October because, um, daily recaps are going to be coming mostly with, um, Trey said he's going to be for sure running those and me and Andrew are going to hop on whenever we can. Um, yeah, whatever. Which shouldn't be too problematic. Whenever the game is not during football practice or Fridays for the night for like five weeks, uh, and if we make playoffs, all it you guys will have updates. I will mostly be hosting the uh, post game, and they'll fluctuate in and out. We might have all three. We might just have one and two, and sometimes it might just be me yeah. or it might be somebody else. But it's... you guys will be getting game day daily content. So yeah. It shouldn't be too problematic for me to hop on most of those because um, I'm usually up late anyway. So, you know, you know, uh, the this latest... man said if we make the playoffs. <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> Uh, I thought you were talking about the Thunder. Like, it was so honestly, you said, and uh, if we make the playoffs. But, oh, yeah. (laughs) No, man. Yeah. But it is is possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Playing season. 
Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's possible. It is possible. Okay, before we get into this, I, me and my cousin, we did this challenge on 2K. It was you have to rebuild the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Dude, you cut AD and LeBron. It was impossible. (laughs) I could not. I went until 2028, and I never made the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Laker fans, that's what you have to look forward to. When the day, if LeBron ever retires, if that will ever happen, the day AD leaves, if he does, but that's what you guys have look to look forward to. So uh, have fun with yep. that. Um, there's your future. There's your future. It's it's over. <laughs> it's done. Oh, the show stops. Goodness, 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 dude. Holy yeah, God. I wanted to jump off a bridge, but you know, <laughs> it's um, completely fine. Sorry though. Hey. Y'all would like to say, uh, say, see Sparkplug Podcast Rebuilds on YouTube. Let oh, us, boy. let us know, please. Oh, we will find a way oh, to make it work. We, you oh, know, no. may, we may live hundreds of miles apart from each other, but we will find a way to make it work. So, if y'all <laughs> want that, if y'all want that, whether it be the same team or against each other, let us know. Even though the NBA 2K, My League Online is practically broken yeah we didn't do it in the same league we did it in separate offline franchises you just you just can't it's okay it's it's impossible fix your game fix it now the game i will fix it before i get angry i will play nba live 19 for the rest of my life if you (laughs) can not play fix the game please you you might as well have said i'll kill myself Okay. Um, What's on the agenda? Without further ado, I believe Andrew, not Andrew, sorry, Trey, had something for us to hop right into. Yes. uh, So, on the NBA Reddit, which we get into the rabbit hole sometimes, (laughs) um, Nitro XYZ posted top 25 current NBA players after 1 million votes. And he had this website where you would click the link and you would just pick players who you found were better currently. So do you guys want to take a guess at who's ranked number one? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Andrew? Currently? Yeah, currently. Currently number one NBA Reddit, probably LeBron James or Steph Curry. Giannis is number one. Let's go, baby. 95%. 95%? 5% if he is not the best player in the league. NBA Reddit knows ball, excluding 5%, bro. (laughs) Found number two. Andrew Sedham. Steph Curry. What? 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 Also, with 95%. No, bro. No, no shot. Number three. Who take a guess at who number three is? LeBron James. No. LeBron James. That no. was that was supposed to be an impression of that little kid that did it a long time yeah. ago. But yes, it wasn't very good. <laughs> is it Jokic? It's definitely not Jokic. Probably Embiid. It's not Embiid. 
No. Number three Durant. is Luke Durant. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, no. With 93%. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Luke? <laughs> yeah. And uh, number four is Kevin Durant himself with 92%. Yeah. So... I like Luke as much as the next guy, but... uh. I told you this, this, this is spicy. So it's mm. it's spicy. So our top four is Giannis at one, Steph Curry at two, Luca at three, and Kevin Durant at four. And then LeBron. I'm gonna assume that Jokic did not make the top five as the reigning back to back MVP of the league. Well, since you wanna since you said that, number five, Jokic. Oh. At nine percent. Okay. Okay. Where's LeBron James? Same percentage as Kevin Durant, which makes me have really bad thoughts about NBA Reddit, but... Give me Jokic over Durant, bro. No way. KD, KD at the end of that series against the Bucks was unanimously one of, one of, if not the best player in the world. Well, yeah, but that was two years ago. Now, I mean, he Kevin Durant's still a hooper hooper. But, bro, Jokic just, like, he's so much younger, first of all. There's so many more years. Like, he's not even in his prime yet. Like, he's what? I think he's 26, I believe. Whatever it is, it's it's too young. No, he's 27. Okay, so he is in the prime years of his career. I thought he was 25 or 26. It was 2015 that he was drafted. But... I don't know, dude. It's just like he's gotten a lot better defensively. He's a much better anchor. Um, he's just so good, dude. Like both of those players are so good, but Jokic is the better facilitator, and it's really hard to say because Kevin Durant is so good at getting buckets, dude. But <laughs> okay, Kevin. He's like thirty-four, and Jokic is twenty-seven. Yeah, and again, and and I'm not I'm not using recency bias to like plummet Kevin Durant down the rankings. He's definitely top five or top six in the league, but I'm just saying like it's oh it's so tough, dude. It's so tough. We've never seen Kevin Durant get locked down like we did against Boston, and I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to allow that to affect my ranking to the point where I'm bringing him down two, three, four spots down my list. But it may play a small part in giving the edge to Jokic over him, honestly. And am, am I wrong for that? Is that recency bias? I, I don't know. Like, is that because, like, recency bias is crazy because I think recency bias is truly recency bias when like you are severely underestimating or overestimating someone due to something that's happened very recently and not happened in abundance. Like we've seen him truly underperform for four consecutive games. And I'm not really like, I'm still acknowledging that he's a top five or six player in the world and he's a bucket and he can, and he, and, and we've seen Kevin Durant facilitate better than we've ever seen him facilitate this, this past season. Yeah, that's true. And I, I don't think that's a stretch at all. Um, 
And that's great because that, I mean, he's basically gotten better. Like, this is a better version of Kevin Durant pretty much than we've ever seen. So, I don't think you can go wrong with Jokic or Durant. It's just very I, difficult because... My my main thing with saying the Celtics locked down Kevin Durant is he was dealing with a team. They had no Joe Harris. They were, they, they were falling. They had been falling apart. It was a team that really had no identity at all. And also, Boston made the championship. They won the East to say, oh, Boston locked down the Nets. Well, yeah, you could say even if it wasn't in the amount of games that they did against Nets, they locked down Miami. They locked down the Bucks because they all out-defense those offenses to win, I- to win the East. I do want to say this. I do want to say this. I'm I'm also not saying that Kevin Durant like I'm not dis- because, I'm well, not discrediting if, what you said. But Jokic was still a beast against the defending champions. Which I think I mean not in okay. I'm going to read y'all off his stat lines in these games, okay? Um if I can find it here so, this is game one, okay? Jokic. This was not his, like... He had 25 and 10 with six dimes. On 48%. Game two... Mm. Game two, Nikola Jokic. 26-11 with four dimes. Now, game three, 37 and 18. Um, on the field goal percentage of 14 of 22, so 63%. Game four, the Nuggets won this one, 37 and 11, shooting wow. a ridiculous 14 of 21 with six dimes as well. Seven turnovers is to note, but his team got the dub, and I don't think it's a stretch at all to say they literally would not have been in the contest without him. So seven turnovers to me, especially when you have the ball as much as Jokic, is most definitely understandable. And again, I'm not going to let recency bias, these two playoff series, play a part. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, you know, Durant got locked up, but they went on to win the East. I mean, Jokic didn't get, per se, locked up and they won the championship. Durant really didn't get locked up. If you look at it stats-wise, he did not get locked up. He was on a team that was not going to win, even if they got past Boston. Well, I I, I definitely don't think they were going to win. I'm pulling up the stats right now. Hold on. Because he, to say Kevin Durant got locked up is kind, kind of crazy. Game because one? The, hold um, on. Okay. You're good. You go go ahead. I'm looking for him. Uh, I got the stats. I got the stats. Um, Game one, 23 points on 9 of 24. 37.5%. Game two, um, 27 points on 4 for 17. Game three, scrolling down... He had 16 on 6 for 11. And game 4, 
Yeah, 39, yeah. 7, and 9. 39 on 13. On 41%. Yeah. He was, besides game three, he had over 20 points in every game. It's not, with how much he had on that offense with him, it's not solely that he got locked up. He didn't have really anyone to help him. And like I said, there was no identity on that team. Kyrie not playing uh, half of the games. James Harden in Philly. Joe Harris hurt. Ben Simmons on the bench not playing. KD really had no one he could solely rely on. Because, sure, Kyrie. But Kyrie, he didn't get to play with Kyrie. Honestly, Kyrie underperformed as well. Besides the first game, he kind of, like, wasn't superstar Kyrie Irving that we're accustomed to. And that's even more points to why it's to say Kevin Durant got locked up and the Celtics locked up Kevin Durant. It's not, I wouldn't say, Okay, how do I say? You're right. Let me rephrase what I said. He struggled more than we've ever seen him struggle to put the ball in the basket for a four-game stretch because four for 17 for Kevin Durant is wild. And there's no getting around that. Like, I mean, I'm sure you won't you won't be afraid to admit that. For Kevin Durant, that of is course. wild. And I guarantee that at least probably half those misses he's probably made routinely for his career. And it's, I don't know, dude. It's, and like you said, this team was nowhere near on the par of the Celtics. Just as a team, it's not a. They definitely had the best player in Kevin Durant, but. Like you said, he had such a heavy offensive load, and they didn't really have – I mean, they didn't have Ben Simmons. Their defense took a hit there, and, you know, they they literally traded Harden to get Simmons to improve their defense, and they didn't get Simmons for the series. And so their offense took a hit because they didn't have Harden, which they had become accustomed to playing without, of course, but still. And Joe Harris. People sleep on how much Joe Harris does for offense. That's for sure. Um, So – if we want to go with, on with the list, number six, Jokic, counterpart, Embiid. So Embiid had a uh, 92% with uh, rank six. Y'all agree? Or you think yeah. he should uh, I don't see a problem with that. Well, since you guys... But LeBron James that, has still not been listed. And... Uh, Talking about LeBron James at number seven, ninety-one percent, the Taco King himself, LeBron. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Dude, I really thought you were gonna be like. And speaking of LeBron James, at seventh, ninety-one percent, Jason Tatum. <laughs> like, name a different <laughs> player besides LeBron. I was like, that's no. definitely. <laughs> yeah, LeBron at seven. Okay. Well. What do you guys think about? I'll let y'all go first. I'll let y'all go first. Luca being over LeBron is insane. Luca being over a lot of these guys is insane. Luca is that guy, that is but true. like, bro, we got we got Luca over the reigning two time MVP of the league. We got Luca over literally to many LeBron, the go to basketball. Joel Embiid. Oh my. I could possibly kind of, I don't know, bro. Embiid and 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 
Jokic are really close. So if I'm going to argue Jokic, I have to argue Embiid as well. Yeah. I just take Jokic because of, like, his versatility, bro. I feel like a lot of this ranking is based off of his the team's record last year, so. I that, think that's that, why. Yeah, well, bro. Curry well would not be that high. Too. That, bro, Curry would not be that high in 2020, like when they did not make the playoffs, bro. But at the same time, number eight is Kawhi Leonard. Mm. We ain't seen bro play that's in crazy. a full season. Nah, Kawhi Leonard's home. No, I know, but like. I always have an issue with these lists because they end up being inconsistent. Like, you'll have a guy like Kawhi in the top 10 who's not played in a year. But, like, if this list was, like, top 100, some, like, blockbuster, I guess you'd call them, companies like Bleacher Report and House of Highlights, if they did a list like this, well, House of Highlights doesn't really do lists, I guess, but Bleacher Report does. If House of Highlights does, somebody let me know. But you would not see a player like Jamal Murray in that top 100. But you would see Kawhi Leonard because he's a bigger name, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's definitely true. And and that's where my problem comes in. Like, if you're going to put Kawhi at number eight, have the courtesy to also properly rank Jamal Murray somewhere in there. Have the courtesy to properly rank, you know, anybody else that's, like, in that area. I'll tell you right now, Jamal Murray is not on this list. No, I don't think he's top 30. I'm just saying, like, if oh. it was top 100. Like, if it was a top oh. 50 or top 100 list. So. Yeah. And uh, at number nine, it's uh, Jason Tatum at 87%. That's, pr- mm. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like Tatum more. I, I do. I like Tatum more. That, that's cool. And then, um, rounding out the top ten, you have Jimmy Butler. At eighty cents, eight eighty six percent. I like. Mm. I like you. I do. But if we name any other players, and it comes to my mind that they're not better than Jimmy Butler, I'm going to say it. Or that goes for anybody. <laughs> but like, I feel like like there's going to be a player that's really low, and then we're going to be like, "Holy crap! Like, why are these people above him?" Yeah. Um. At the num at number eleven, John Morant at eighty three percent. Bro, I mm, oh. I think that's way too high, bro. I'm sorry. And I feel like he's yeah. the guy that you say, "How is he over the next couple people?" I say, "I'm sure I will, bro. I'm I'm literally sure I will." With number twelve being Damian Lillard. Oh Jesus! At eighty three percent. I need to pray. I feel like Trey Young's coming up in these next couple spots. I could be wrong, but I feel like he is on the tail end of these next, like he's going to be in these next two or three spots. Number 13, Devin Booker at 81%. I'm going to vomit. At number 14, Paul George at 81%. Oh my God. Devin Booker? I'm taking playoff P over D-Book, bro. I'm taking I'm taking playoff P over John Morant. I bro, low key though. And then number fifteen, the King of New York, Trey Young at eighty one percent. I felt like he was gonna. I thought, 
I thought you were about to say Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> that bro, bro was about to say, say you're bluffing. I know that's what he was about to say, bro. <laughs> number number 16, Cat at 81%. Mm-hmm. Number 17, James Harden at 79%. Games Garden. Can we just talk about how 79% of the people who voted on this list think James Harden's the best player in the NBA. Is th- I was wondering, is that how that's structured? Yeah. <sighs> that's such a weird way to, like, make a list like that. No, wait, there, there's no way that that's the way, because 95% thought that Giannis was. I think that it's... Yeah. Like, oh, it must be who has the most votes in that spot. spot. Yeah, yeah for that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's off percentage of votes in the spot. Bro. Number... Number 18 is uh, Jalen Brown at 76. As, if SGA ain't in this top 20, bro, I'm about to be flaming hot, bro. Don't touch me or I'm stewing. Okay, so this is where I had a complaint. Anthony Davis at 19. Mm. 76%. Okay. I don't know. I low-key have a problem here, but I th- I have a suspicion it's for a different reason than you all. I have a sense that Damian Lillard got a lot of leeway for his play this year, and I don't feel like Anthony Davis is getting that same type of leeway from these no, people. No, I, 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 I agree. James okay. Harden okay. should not be over Anthony Davis. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like Jalen Brown should not be over Anthony Davis. AD had, like, one of the worst shooting seasons of all time for, like, a shooting big. But, like, we can't just discredit everything he did in that championship year for L.A. and the year before uh, the season in L.A. Um, For sure. And like like I said, bro, I don't have a problem with leeway being given to Damian Lillard because he played injured most of the season. But if you're going to do that, and again, this, is a, this isn't a list constructed by a single person or a team of people. This is just a million fans voting. So obviously it may not be consistent, but if I'm making a list, and it's I'm just listing this as a pet peeve as well, it's just really annoying when people like, don't keep it consistent, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And rounding out the top 20, DeMar DeRozan. Oh, my gosh. DeMar DeRozan, please make it stop. I guess I can see why SGA wouldn't be in the top 20 for some people. But it, bro, I... Here, I'm going to run down, I'm going to run down and you tell me who you have SGA above. Okay. And the top twenty: Giannis, Curry, no, no, Duncan, no, 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 Durant, Jokic, Embiid, James, Leonard, Tatum, Butler, Morant, All right. Lillard. Pause Booker. right there at Morant. So listen. Whoa. This is not something that a lot. I've I've seen people argue this, bro. If you give Shea, that just caught me off guard. If you give Shea the tools that John Morant has. Are you legitimately going to tell me that they would not be near the same or better as a team? I don't know. I just think... I think they, I think they would be a little worse, but I don't think marginally. Like, e- even if you were to say they would be worse, I don't think it's that big of a difference as people would think. I think people, if, if you gave a NBA fan a neutral NBA fan, neither a fan of the Grizzlies or the Thunder, 
said, who would you rather have on your team? Or like, predict this team's record. And you gave them the Grizzlies with Shea and the Grizzlies with Jaw. I think some fans would literally think it would be like a 15 to 20 game difference. And like a, a good amount of people would think that. I don't think it's that big of a difference. And like, who I just, dude, so many people sleep on Shea because he's on such a bad team. But if you only watched, and I get the empty stats argument because there's been so many players in the history of the league where they do put up empty stats, bro. But this man done it on a playoff team that pushed another playoff team to seven games. This team was, exp- and, and of course they had Chris Paul. They had other good players, but he was the leading scorer on this team. He produced at a high level on a winning team. And then the next year in the rebuild, he produced at an even higher level. And then the next year, this year, he did start really bad. But I'm, I, I think he actually ended up, it was very close. Let me fact check myself. Very close. He did end up averaging more points this year. Um, in like almost double, well, not almost, but much more games, over 20 more games this season, um, produced at an even higher level. The field goal percentage and three-point percentage did drop, notably the three-point percentage. But I expect that to go back up, um, especially because at the end of the season, like I said, this man went on a tear. We've talked about this on the on the pod before. Y'all know I'm a Shea stand. We talked about Shea being a top-10 one-on-one talent in the league, and I argued this um, in one of the first episodes of the pod. But, like, I could talk the about third. this. I could talk about third. Was it third? It was third. It was with YOTB. I remember that. Um, but I just, you know, I I don't know if I've swayed y'all any at all. But, like, this man is crazy in the pick and roll. He can facilitate. I believe he, he's taller than Jaw. He's 6'6". Six, Jaw's, six. like, what, maybe 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, Let's see. I'm going to fact check myself. I could be way off. He's 6'3". He's taller than Jaw. Not that height determines a player, but... Um, and I would definitely, definitely argue that, like, if you gave Jaw... I mean, Shay, the spacing that Jaw has, bro, the way that, like, it opens the floor, I don't think people understand. And I mentioned this in my YouTube video today. Go check it out if you want. Shameless plug. Max Gildas on YouTube. Shay Gildas Whoa. Alexander... Huh? <laughs> no. Now that I'm being stupid. I don't know if y'all have watched it yet, so I'm gonna read y'all off this stat, okay? And 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 All right. it, it may not make a difference in what y'all think, but I want I want to read it off to you guys. I'm sorry for the the OKC chance y'all just heard. I'm trying to find this. Here we go. Shagil just Alexander. And, and this involves the guy we're talking about as well. Is Top three in the NBA, according to B-Ball Index, in finishing talent with Giannis, himself, and Ja Morant. Mm. He is top three. He is third. Ja is first. Ja is actually above Giannis. Props to Ja. This is not me taking away from Ja. This is me adding to Shea. Okay, I don't want anybody to think I'm a Ja hater. Ja is a fantastic player, bro. I just think Shea is so slept on, and his abilities by a lot of people, I just feel like because he wasn't a top three pick and he doesn't dunk on somebody every play, people don't think he's as good as some of these guys, but he is on the same level as them. I I just don't get it. And I will argue this in every pod until I convince everybody that listens and have them convincing everybody else. Shea is on the same level. He's a superstar in the making. 
And I don't think that there's much of an argument. And some people will be like, well, yeah, there's not. You're right. But there are some people that legitimately think that this man is just like not that good. And I just, I don't see how you can say that. Why? better. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> like, yes, y'all average more points, more rebounds, and more dimes on higher from the field and from three this year. But his spacing, and that's what I'm going to argue. But if, if you take the second half of the year, if you take second half of the year for um, for Jaw and second half of the year for Shea, I guarantee that Shea wins it, bro. I guarantee it. I guarantee it to the fact that I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check it right now. And again, I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of getting off off track here with the list, but like he's gonna be wrong, and it's gonna be funny. Like, all right, here we go. And I, I, maybe I am, but I, I don't think I'm gonna be. So, in the ten games played in the month of March. Can I find the? Here we go. Shagu. Okay, now let nah, Let's do February. No, that's too small of a sample size. Um, Shay averaged twenty nine, six and seven and a half. Jaw averaged in the month of March twenty seven, five and seven. Oh, what's the shooting? Um, forty six percent from the field for Jaw. Uh, wait, no, I may have read that wrong. Hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, 46%. For Shea, 52%. Ooh. Um, the three-point percentage for Jaw, 31%. The three-point percentage for Shea, 39.5%. Ten games played for Shea, seven games played for Jaw. If you want to go back a month to February, Jaw um, played really good this month, 33 uh, six and six all round. Uh, February for Shea, he only played three games, but he averaged 35, six, and seven. Oh, my God. On 61% from the field. Again, three games. That's why I didn't use that one. But 61% from the field to Jaws 52, which is still phenomenal. But, it's like, I just want people to see this. You know, so, uh, some people may be like, yeah, he's good, but he's still not better than Jaw. I legitimately think that there's a case to be made there for Shea to be better than Jaw Morant. If you give Shea, like, you're going to see this year with a shooting big in Chet, Lou's going to shoot better with the openings. Um, we have a shooting coach, the, b- the best shot doctor in the NBA, most profound shot doctor, Chip England, to work with Josh Giddy, um, to work with Lou Dort, to work with Alexei Pokoshevsky. We got people that can shoot coming in. Jay Williams, we got... Um, Usman Jang's got to work out some kinks, but his jump shot, it looks nice. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't always mean anything, but if he can get the shot going. Um, again, Lou Dort, like I said. Mike Muscala's still on the team. There are going to be a lot at JRE. There's a lot of people. Huh? Big. Come on now. You're, you're Kenny forgetting Hustle? Some... Kenny Hustle? No. Bro, Lindy Waters. Oh, no. You're forgetting someone. He starts with a T. And... <laughs> Hail Maladon. Oh, you so you all right, this is the last episode of the pod. Max is uh disrespecting the man I'm named on this pod afterwards. Trey Man, bro. Now can you go down hey, that one no, 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 and no. Trey Man. Hey, on my video today he was the first player I mentioned. I was just And then that you don't forgot. No, I didn't forget. Okay, I didn't forget. when he said T, I was like, he's goofing. He doesn't like Tail Maladon, so he's goofing. But I don't. anyways, all those shooters, also, and Trey Mann as well is a fantastic shooter. I, I drew him, so. 
<laughs> I was really just <laughs> like, there's a huge difference between Derek Favors being your screener and Chet Holmgren being your screener. There's a lot uh, more. Chase said Ty Jerome's the best shooter in the league. I don't shoot all Okay, another shooter. Not to say he'll get in the game, but he can space the floor. Um, <laughs> Ty Jerome might not even be on the team. That's what I'm saying. Game one. But in all seriousness, so I can like wrap this up and we can go down the list. Did I sway you all at all and open your eyes at all to a possibility? Oh, of course. You yeah. didn't have to open my eyes. My eyes we already open. know. I'm glad. And I, I, I was, yeah, but like, I was just asking because Andrew, when I said that, he went, whoa. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a, it's a, uh, I just think it's a take. Shea is severely underrated because our team hasn't been winning, bro. Like, a lot of people say empty stats is a bad thing. Like, okay, if they if they're proven to be empty stats, they're obviously not like good stats. Like, they're not like gonna really have that big of an impact on your legacy when you go down as a player. But I think when you have such bad spacing, and your biggest pro as a player is getting to the cup, and you still are able to do it with the worst spacing in the NBA, that should speak volumes about how good you are. And once he opens the spacing up, bro, his numbers are literally going to improve. He's going to take a leap this year. And i it's not a stretch to say he's going to average north of 27 a game, just as Jaw did this year. We may not be – we're not going to be a two-seed, okay? We're not going to be a two-seed. I'm not saying that. But, bro, he's going to open a lot of eyes this year. And people are going to really, really see that even if you do think that John Morant's better than Shea Alexander, the gap's not that big. I still think Shea's better, but there you go. You got me to admit it openly, which I don't care to admit it at all. I think Shea's better than John Morant, but there you go. Boom. I think we better, did it. I think he's better than Trey Young, too. Oh, wait. Oof. Oof. Shots fired. They're what? both great What's... players, but Shea's just better. I don't even uh... mention the defensive end, either. Shea better. Shea better. Shea better. Plus ratio. Yeah. Number 21, Rudy Go- Gobert, that uh, yogurt, Mr. Yogurt Man. Oh, my 73%, God. Rudy Gobert is not better than... Over SGA, bro. Again, as I said... No, I'm, a, I'm, about, I'm about to get into something. Just give me a second. I need to list the next two, and then I'm going to... You're you're about to have a rant for me, because... My Lord. Rudy Go- <laughs> Gobert, ooh, Yogurt Man, at 21... Makes me so mad because number twenty two is Zach Levine, mm. and number twenty three is Kyrie Irving. I don't care. Kyrie plays half the games. I will still trade more for Kyrie than I'm going to trade for Rudy Gobert, Mister Yogurt Man, bro. Rudy is not that. Rudy good. Gobert. I've been I've been on these podcasts, and me and watch me uh, Dort agree on this. Rudy is not that guy, man. He's really not. And you see that because Utah traded him. They realized who's going to be the franchise player, and it's not Rudy. It's not. Sure, he can be a great defensive anchor, but when you are looking for a franchise guy, you're looking at someone who dominates in all areas of the game. Not just defense and not just rebounding. At least, because yeah. he's rebounding, he gets bullied. He's not. Utah fans for a while have 
overrated Rudy. He should not have. They said he should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. He he was nowhere close to winning that. Nowhere close. And to have him over Zach Levine and Kyrie Irving, please make it make sense. Please. It doesn't make sense. I don't care. I take D. Mitch over Rudy. I take Kyrie in half of the games he played over Rudy. Kyrie and D. Mitch are both more franchise players than Rudy will ever be. Because Rudy has shown that he can't develop an offensive game. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, the hat, Zach Levine, Kyrie Irving, and Donovan Mitchell ranked under Rudy? Come on now. It's, it's not right. I think I take Tyrese Halliburton over Rudy Gobert. Bro, you want me to be completely honest? It depends, like, if you're taking a franchise I take Darius Baisley over Oh, my. d So, if you're yes, talking, sir. like, if you need a franchise player, I would definitely take Tyrese. But if you're, yeah. like, if you need one piece to complete your championship contender, um, and you already have that guy, I'm probably taking Gobert. But it also depends on what position you need. Like, if you're starting a team from scratch and you have nothing, I'll take Tyrese. But it's very positioned yeah. on on the Rudy Gobert market. sucks. Kyrie Irving and Zach Levine don't. Rudy Gobert block rebound. Rudy Gobert catch alley oop. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert wide open dunk. Home. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert get paid fifty million dollars. Contract. And we'll finish the top twenty five. Zion Williamson at 72%. Nah, bro. Bro. Zion Williamson is better than Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, and uh, whoever the other guy was, Carrier. Bro. Zion is not... You're... Okay, you're joking. Andrew, tell me you're joking. No. <laughs> Zion's better than who? Zach Zion? Irving and Rudy? Yeah, I mean, from what we've seen, bro, he's kind of crazy. I mean, if Kyrie Irving, if Kyrie Irving could play like 50, 60 games in a season, then I'd probably take Kyrie, but he can't. So, and Zion can't play the season at all. So that, that's not true. Zion's not as fat as people think he is. <laughs> he was pretty chunky. We though. saw this man bend the court floor dunking. We also saw him get his head above a rim on a three sixty. I'm going to just sit back and eat my popcorn, boys. <laughs> Where was I on Zion's that? like that, bro. Where was I Zion's on like that. Where was I on last season? What did he, did he rip his foot? What did he do? I don't I even don't know. know. There's so many injuries with Zion, you don't even know what he did. That There's so many injuries with Kyrie, you don't even know what he did. It's not even injuries. It's Kyrie being too... too have, having too much of an ego to play. If Kyrie, Ooh, would, you, would you rather have that ego, or would you rather have Zion's fat self with one? I would rather have Kyrie because Kyrie thinks he's the best player on the court and still shows up. Zion got hurt, didn't play all season. So if to say have you have Zion 
over Kyrie for what Zion? How how many games did Zion play? He didn't play any last year. Exactly the year before that. Uh, what sixty one? Sixty one. So, Which... in sixty one games, you're gonna have Zion over Kyrie. To be fair, that you have to go back to last year or two years ago. To be fair. Kyrie only played 54 the season Zion played 61. Ooh. And Kyrie still put up better stats. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Okay, did he? No, what no, did Kyrie no, put no, up no, that no. year? Kyrie, he was 50-40-90 this year, I believe. Hold on. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he was 50-40-90. He still put up game. better stats than Zion. So, your argument, he played less games and still put up better stats. Well, sometimes that's better, like that. And, and his team was in the Eastern playoffs. Zion's team was in the lottery. So what's your argument here? Kyrie played less games, better stats, had more of an impact in less games. And Zion, I, his I think team I would, was in the lottery. I think I would take. I think I would take Kyrie, but. I do want to say that sometimes less games, better stats is, is easier okay. to accomplish. I, I want to I want to see what you guys have to say about this. If Kyrie played every game at the level he can play it at, we all know he can be a top player in the NBA, correct? Well, yeah, I would take Kyrie if, if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, if Kyrie if he played, be on the floor no, every single game, question, I'd take Kyrie over. Let me finish. If he played every game in the NBA at the level we know he can on a day-in, day-out basis, would you put him a top seven player in the NBA? Mm. Um, I don't know. Depends when I get out of him on the defensive end. I really don't know because you've got LeBron, you've got because you've got LeBron, you've yeah. got Giannis, you've got Jokic, you've got Embiid. Like, just take the top six from this list that we just mentioned. Is he be- like? Is he gonna challenge? Them. He's better than Luca. He's better than, arguably better than Embiid if he plays all games. I could see at that. the level he can play. He is better than Embiid. He is better than Luca. Sure, mm. fire better than Embiid. Sure, only, fire. Yes, yes. If he's playing at the level he plays at, on a day in, day out, all eighty-two games, he is better than Luca. He's better than Embiid. But, bro. Ooh, the, like, the issue is he can't, and listen, he never has. No, but, but, but we're in a what-if thing here. But first yeah, of all, we're in a what-if. Embiid, so, low-key, yeah, we're in a what if. put up 31-12 and 12 on almost 50-40. Like, he was basically yeah, 50 on 37% from three. Like, I am going to go ahead and call myself out. Like, I low-key underrate Embiid bad. Like, I underrate this man bad recently. Like, bro is crazy. Literally put up 31 and 12 and all got a block is, and a half. All I'm going to finish off saying is having James Harden and Rudy above Kyrie is insane. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty. It's crazy. insane. It's pretty crazy. DeMar, having DeMar DeRozan over him could arguably be controversial. I could see why you'd say that, bro. Kyrie is a much better three-level scorer than DeRozan. He is, and he, the main, the big thing you guys are forgetting about is this man has the best handles in the NBA. Yeah. There's nobody who has the skill level of the handles he has. 
Yeah. There's nobody like Kyrie in the NBA when it comes to ball handling and making shots, creating shots. There's nobody like him. Yeah. So if you had that in every day, every night, with his scoring ability, he would be a top at least 10 player. I would say top seven. I can. It's so I, I agree that if he is on the court playing the best he possibly can every he's single game, 10. he's definitely a top 10 player. He's top 10. Definitely. I'd, I'll take it. I'd Completing take the top. Or go ahead, Max. I was gonna say I'd take him over Jimmy. I mean, I th- it's hard, bro, because like you know, regular season Jimmy's chill. He does what he got to do, but then playoff Jimmy gets here, bro, and you get like a forty point triple double out of nowhere in a closeout game. <laughs> so it's tough to say, like, but Kyrie turned. You know, I mean, he hit one of the clutchest shots in the NBA of all time in Game Seven of the NBA Finals. So I'd say I'd take but- him over Jimmy, though. Completing the top 30 is Brandon Ingram, uh, Chris Paul. Don't do this to me, bro. Anthony Edwards. Don't do this to me, bro. Chris Middleton. Don't. Don't. And Bam out of bio. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah you want to hear the next five? Nah, bro. The next five are, are Drew, Holiday, Bradley Beal, Pascal Siakam, DeAndre Ayton, and then SGA. At number 35. Bro, you're telling me they put DeAndre Ayton above him? And Chris Middleton. Bro, the national consensus of the the NBA is there. And Anthony Edwards. And Chris Paul. I'm sorry, bro, but Anthony Edwards and DeAndre Ayton over Shea Gildas Alexander may be the biggest travesty I've ever seen in my entire life. Bro. Bro, DeAndre Ayton is nice, but bro, are you serious? Like, oh my gosh. That's awful. Bro, that's... Bam's nice too, bro, but he just don't... He don't give he you. That he nice. don't give you the buckets like Shea does, and I know Shea is not an All NBA defender like Bam, but again, this goes back to last episode where we were talking. I think it was last episode uh, where we were talking about which one um, weighs more, Shea's bucket getting, like or never mind. Scrap that. Shea is just better than Bam Adebayo. I I not. Oh my gosh, dude. The disrespect. The disrespect, bro. Link this list in the Discord, please, so I can visually see it. Can you do that, please, Trey? Now, now that we've seen it. Yeah, so I can physically throw up when I see the list. Bro. You have to scroll down because it has – it'll show. Here, I'll send it on Twitter because it won't let me. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Or hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can't. I can't fathom this, bro. I just... Bro. Nah. This ain't it, bro. This ain't it. This ain't it. This is not... This is simply put, not it. 
This is not it, bro. This is not it. Is it coming on Twitter or Discord? Okay, I got no, it. it's I got coming it. on Discord. I seen it. Thank you. Oh my goodness! All right. Uh, you want to scroll down? I'm gonna be sick, bro. Oh, final update: one million votes, and there you go. Oh my goodness! It's pretty interesting to see the changes before the uh, with the less votes. I dude, I just I can't, bro. I well, at, at three hundred thirty-three thousand votes, Dame Damien was number eleven, and Jaw was twelve. Kyrie or Trey was Trey Young was thirteen. I just, mm. bro, I really like Brandon Ingram. I really like what I've seen from him facilitating too this season. Um, I feel like there was like a couple wings this year that really stepped up their playmaking. Ingram, KD, and Tatum all really stepped up their playmaking this year. But, bro, to have Shea under DeAndre Ayton, the, these are the ones I have the biggest problem with. DeAndre Ayton, Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal's proven he can get buckets. But... And I don't, I don't consider this recency bias because this was a whole season. He struggled mightily to put that ball in the basket. Mightily. Um, I mean, he shot 45%, which isn't bad. Not bad at all, but he was just coming off 31 points a game on 48.5% to put it into perspective. So he's still a fantastic player, but and his playmaking went up a lot. He averaged almost seven assists. But dude, the numbers are similar to Shea's, except Shea had more points. I think a higher three point percentage or the same. Um, around the same free throw percentage, around the same field goal percentage, more rebounds, and I think a little bit more assists with worse teammates around him. Well, I don't know, bro. The Wizards were pretty bad. But they weren't, they weren't thunder bad. Would you guys agree with that? I mean, they, they had yeah, the Wizards, Wizards were not thunder bad. They were, they were the one seed at one point. They could. They weren't. That, they weren't that bad. They weren't good, but they weren't terrible. Um. I just don't, bro. This kills me, man. I mean, here I was literally making a case that Shea was better than the eleventh best player in the NBA, to the, according to this list. And they don't even have him in the top thirty players. They don't even have him in the top thirty players, bro. Disrespectful. I'm. I'm gonna go down this list. I don't want people to think I'm delusional, okay? I don't want people to think I'm just a delusional, biased Thunder fan. This is me giving an honest take um, and just trying to give respect to a player that I love and that needs respect. He's not better than Giannis. He's not better than Curry. He's not better than Luka. He's not better than KD. He's not better than Jokic. He's not better than Embiid. Yeah, whoa, what was that? He's not better than Embiid. He's not better than LeBron. He's not better than Kawhi, Tatum, Butler. 
I already made my case for Jaw. Um, if you get Damian Lillard, not of this, I'm, like I said, Damian Lillard gets some leeway. He's playing injured. Don't think he's better than Dame. Definitely a case to be made for Devin Booker. Hold on, time out. Time out. We have breaking news. Paulo Banchero has uh, responded again. Oh, Dejounte. Same humble kid that always vouched for you, bro. Don't switch the narrative for the internet. Shout out IT though for a great event. Uh, they're gonna go back and forth. Yeah, that <laughs> time soon. But carry on. Okay, definitely a case we made for D book. PG, I really love what PG gives you on both ends. It's tough. But I think at the moment, uh, I don't know, man. I think I, I take PG at the moment. I, that's what I'm about to say, bro. I think I take Paul George at this moment in time. But I think this season's going to change that. It's going to prove me right in terms of Shea's going to blow up with this great spacing. His three point percentage is going to go back up. Um, I take him over Trey Young. Trey Young's a great offensive player, but bro cannot guard a twig on defense. Shea is six six. Um, never been a lockdown defender, but the potential's all, always been there. And what we've seen in it from Team Canada this why am I t- talking so weirdly? From what we've seen in Team Canada this year, um, I think Bro's coming in on a mission to lock up. Carl Towns, they play completely different positions, but they're both star players on their respective teams. Um, this is tough as well. Uh... Uh. Ooh, I don't know about that one. I'll, I'll leave that one as a toss-up. James Harden, though, bro? Also, Go ahead. On. Go I ahead. just want to add more thing on the DeJounte Paulo situation. Audio has came out from the uh, event where DeJounte Murray, I, I think I said to the, this to you guys already, but it's official, he said, that's who they came to see. It's a man's league. He's a little boy. Too soft. Oh. Dang. Wow. Like, it's 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 getting personal. Yeah. He called him soft. He's soft, too, too little. It's a man's league. It's becoming basketball personal. Like, they still talking after the game. Like, it was, it, and it's becoming personal personal, too, because they're bringing in their childhood and all that stuff, but. Yeah. Um, but, as you were saying. It's really weird, bro, because, like, I was so certain about a case being made for Jaw, a case being made for D-Book, and Trey Young, but when I get farther down to the Jalen Browns, the Anthony Davises, the DeMar DeRozans, not the Rudy Gobert's, the Zach Levine's, <laughs> I think it becomes tougher. Yeah. Know, Do you bro. think that next group of guys is better than the first group of guys? And see, that's what it makes it sound like. But I think to me, I just like really severely – I'm really hard on Trey for his defense. Let me pause the podcast. Hold on. I'm getting a FaceTime. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's getting a FaceTime guy. Hold up. He's funny. Can you hear me? What's wrong? I love me a good ramble. 
<laughs> Promise. Sorry, I had to um, pause my podcast. I was in the middle of recording an episode. That's why I couldn't get better sound. So. Humble young boy out of DC. Oh my god. Now you taking shots at OKC? I still think you're underrating Zion. And I still think Kyrie is at, at his peak is one of the best players in the NBA. You're Zion, right. Zion has not shown enough to say that. Zion is a baller and he's only getting better. So I think we'll saying, see. I'm not saying Zion isn't a baller. I'm saying you want to you want to say Kyrie doesn't play that many games, but besides show he's better in less games than Zion, playing more games than him. <laughs> I just think right now Kyrie is a level ahead of Zion, and I don't think that's bad to say since Zion hasn't gotten to play, and he's still what twenty four, twenty five years old. 22. Yeah. Kyrie's an NBA champion. So very true. He's got that. Uh, he's got the the uh, grit. Like I think Trey Young is so good at basketball. Don't get me wrong, bro. Bro has gotten buckets in the playoffs in the Garden, but like as an individual player. I, I don't know if I would take Trey Young over. It's so hard because. How about because, the guy they just traded for, DeJounte Murray? Huh? How about over DeJounte? See, that's tough because, like, it, he's really good at defense and he's still good at offense. And, and that's another thing I was going to say. DeJounte didn't even make the honorable cut. And I would take I would take uh, DeJounte over DeAndre Ayton. Oof. I, bro, bro put DeJounte, up like twenty. DeJounte in one of the earlier voting rollouts, he was in there, but fell out due to SGA coming in. Hey, that I understand. That is that is good. So he, he it's not like he wasn't getting votes at all. He did have votes. See, just actually, more people yeah. were voting for. More people were voting for Bi. Chase. At 100,000 votes, oh. at 100,000 votes, DeAndre Ayton wasn't even on the list. De- DeJounte took his spot, and SJ slid up one. Yeah. But, um, anyways, I would take Trey Young over DeRozan and, um, and, 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 and his teammate Zach Levine. I would. Um, and that being because just he's so good at scoring and passing like his pros heavily outweigh his cons like he's he's really bad at defense like bottom of the bottom you know but he is top of the top in terms of scoring and getting others involved but that gets me back to my point where i want to say that shay is on that level and he's better at defense like sure um, Shea may not be, he may not have the eye-popping stats and the brush off his shoulders at Madison Square Garden that Trey, like Trey, 28 and 10 this year. And I think last year he averaged even more assists, right? No, 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 never mind. For some reason I was thinking he averaged like 11 assists for some reason. 
But anyways, he averaged 28 and 10 basically on 46% from the field, 38% from three, which is real good. That's real good. Um, but again, the defense. And, and, and I'm not saying that he's better or worse, but like there's a lot of debates between, well, uh, the only thing that John Morant does better than Trey Young is dunk and defense, so I don't understand why there's such a gap between them. You know, have you all seen that stuff on Twitter like that? Yeah. Um, that kind of discourse. Yeah. If you're going to say that, then, I mean, on a realistic note, there's only like two things that, that Trey Young does better than Shea. And that is, I guess you could say three. And again, when you get to three, that kind of pushes it to like, bro, if he does that many things better, he's probably better. But the defense, there's just such a large gap. And the passing gap, I don't think it's as big as many people would like you to believe. And Shea is a great finisher. As I said earlier, um, top three in the league in finishing town, according to B-Ball Index. I think Trey also has. I don't think it's a large gap, but I think Trey has a little bit better handles than Shea. Oh yeah, Trey. Trey does have the handles. I, I I have not mentioned that yet. That is fair. Yes. Because Trey, you you see the clips of Trey just eating people on the yeah. defensive side alive. Yeah. When he breaks down that dribble. Yeah. Even when he's getting double covered, he just breaks. He literally breaks their ankles. But no, and I think I think. I think it's kind of safe to say that uh, I don't know. I think I think Trey has a little bit better mobility when he's driving to the paint. Shea is the Shea is much Shea, more, bro. Shea is much more. I'm gonna run through you and get to it. Trey's I'm gonna juke around you and lay it up for an and one. But see, that, I would kind of disagree there because Shea is not the quickest guy on the court, but he's so crafty, like. He has lean muscle, and he can power through some guys, but he can also get right around you with any move in the book. And I talked about it again in my video today. He's got, like, every layup you could ever imagine needing to score at the rim. And he's got, like, every move to get there. You know, the slick behind the back, spin move, scoop under, over the other side, finger roll. And I think there's the same exact argument that Trey has all of those moves and that he just does them a little bit better. Because you see Trey rolling off of people, spinning, uh, the finger roll, floating it. He has all that stuff. He just doesn't do it as much as Shea. And there's a reason that Trey Young was one of the most fouled people going into the year. And it's not even, it wasn't even because I, a long time ago, a couple two years ago I did a breakdown and it wasn't even as much as he's doing the James Harden the flopping it's more Trey just gets up in the people in the paint's face and is just able to get around them and they try to block and he just gets fouled Trey I I I think it's really close and like you said Shea has all those moves and he has the ability to do it. I just think Trey does it a little bit better. And I, I can respect that. I'm currently I'm currently pulling up some stats to see which way to go in that direction of like who is right about that. 
what the flip nba.com just messed me up hold on bro nba.com is kind of like being dumb right now Okay. Not the first time. NBA.com is being ridiculous. I literally just clicked on Trey Young's stats, and it just took me back to the player search page. And it did it again. Okay. Okay, well. Well, okay, so at the rim, Shea shot 59%. Just remember that. I'll just look it up on this page. I was trying to pull them up side by side, but NBA.com doesn't want me to do that, so. Oh, my gosh, bro. I, stop. Please stop. Why is this so bad? Why is it so bad, guys? Please, please send help. Just send help. Send help. Com, bro. Please. Please, please. Please. It just did it again, bro. I, I guarantee it's just Trey Young. I'm going to click on Presa Sachua. It's literally it's just, just Trey Young. It's literally just Trey Young, bro. They just don't want you to be right. Bro. You'll never be right. What is this? A... I bet I click on Team Bio. Team Bio works. <laughs> Stats just doesn't work for Trey Young, bro. Hey, hey, Max. What's up? I Trey. Ice Trey. He shrugged you off. Ice, ice bro, I, you I, off. I, bro, Ice Trey froze the freaking website, bro. You just got shrugged off by Trey. He just. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh man. Okay, this may be a better way to track it here. Who's got more points per possessions on drives? I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm going to tell you right Who's now. Who's I'm going to tell you right now. I, I have a feeling he's going to be SBA because All right. he gets more of the drives than Trey. You have to think there's John Collins and DeAndre Hunter on that team. All right, let's see here. T-R-A-E. Okay. Oh, what is this? Okay. Never mind. I'll just do Shea's. Okay, so Shea on 23.9 drives per game. Points per possession. And and this, I believe, accounts for the whole team's points per possession, I would assume. Like, how good the team is at scoring points when Shea drives. And, of course, that is not on here. Okay. Well, um, he shot uh, 40-something. Where's it at? 49% on drives. Now we're going to look at Trey Young. Young. Trey Young shot 49.8. So a 0.7% differential on six less drives per game. So Shea has the volume advantage by quite a bit and just barely less efficiency. So again, I think you can go either way there. Um, Wait, let me make sure. Yeah, I read it right. Okay, yeah. I have to think about who else is on that Atlanta team. I know, but what I'm saying is you could also argue that Shea's field goal percentage, and I've already said this, I'm just going to reiterate it, is made much more impressive by the lack of spacing that he has. And Trey Young has, like, I mean, they don't have Kevin Herter anymore, but they had Kevin Herter, John Collins, uh, 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 DeAndre Hunter, uh, Cam Reddish for a little while there. They had many more reliable shooters than the Thunder did this year, in my opinion, of course. Um, trying to still find where I can just okay um play type no this is what I'm looking for this is an argument for another day I we have we're, <laughs> we're way over time that we usually do 
We're like an hour and twelve ish into the episode, so here let's let's do let's do one twenty twenty questions. I got one good one. Come on, please, please, please. Okay, we'll do yours. We'll do yours to cap it off. We'll ca- we'll do yours to cap it off. Okay. All right, what you got? All right, so this is an NBA player. Who wants the okay. Who wants the guess first? Uh, still active? No. Okay. Um, in his most notable years, did he play in the Eastern Conference? Yes. Is it Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Ain't no way. There's no way. Ain't no way. Oh, my mama, we live. There's no way you guys just got that. No, no, you guys. It was me. <laughs> it, it was literally Andrew. <laughs> what was the three questions? Eastern Conference. For, uh, is it a current player? An active player and. Dwayne Wade. How do you. Okay, <laughs> Well, who want, does someone want to do one of theirs since mine was... Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, please. That's... Oh, what the... Okay, guys. Hey, y'all, make sure to tweet um, at us if you like this segment. We'll bring it back. Yeah, I'll guess it in three questions again. I'm... I'm shocked. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I'm kind of sad right now. Um, I got uh, angry after you said Kyrie was better than Zion, and I decided to ruin your 20 questions. Um, before we wrap this up, I just want to clarify, all of these players on this list are fantastic players. These are our opinions. Except Rudy Gobert. Yeah, no one likes Rudy. Rudy should yeah, not don't be even, Don't even cover for us, Max. Um, these are Rudy all Gobert fan- sucks. These are all fantastic players. They're all in the NBA. They're elite at their Who's jobs. Already does. And again, I, I want to preface this. My Shea stuff, some of y'all may think that's wild. But if y'all watch this man play on a nightly basis, I'm sure that's how y'all feel, Grizzlies fans feel about John Morant. I'm sure that's how any fan feels about their best player. Um, I think that there are is no set in stone correct answer for a list like this. Um, like I said, I think I could put Shea over Devin Booker. and I, I honestly think these two talking to me right now would low-key agree. I know that Andrew is not a Devin Booker guy. I know he would agree, right? I hate Devin Booker. So, but yes, Shea's better than Devin Booker. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Trey, I don't know how you feel about that. But any, my point in saying that is this guy's number 13 and Shea's not even on the top 25 in this list, not even top 30. So Yes, he's, uh, he's 35. Oh, he's 35. But that, that that's my point. Like there, There's no set in stone correct answer. And I don't want y'all to think I'm just talking like this for clicks. Or I'm being biased. Like, I don't want y'all to think that, okay? This is what I, I believe. I believe that Shea Gildas Alexander is better than DeAndre Ayton. I believe that there is a case that if you gave Shea John Morant's squad, that there wouldn't be that big of a difference. Um, I just, that's, and, and, and the Trey Young thing, I don't know, dude. I'd have to think about it a little bit more, of course. Like, Jaw had a great season. He averaged 28 points a game. What did I say, seven assists, or was it like eight? It was like eight. Okay. That's a great season. And and, and Shea's numbers were worse. But my argument comes into the play of team quality and simply put, to simplify, simplify it down, spacing. 
Um, I think that's the biggest thing that's holding Shea back from jumping into like the like top 15 echelon of players in the league and farther extended, top 15 extended. Because like if you look at these top 15 guys, every single one of them has made the playoffs this year. Besides PG, but he he was a um, playing team. Trey Young, Paul George. Oh, Trey Young was a play. Dame didn't make it, but we all know Dame's like that in the playoffs. Dame was Dame. Dame, Dame yeah, Dame didn't play. He was hurt. So yeah, and Kawhi was also hurt. Um, Trey Young made it. PG we already discussed. D Book made it. Lillard was hurt. John Morant made it. Jimmy Butler made it. Jason Tatum made it. We already discussed Kawhi. LeBron James didn't make it, but LeBron is LeBron. There's three exceptions on this list. One was an injury, and one was a GOAT player of all time. Embiid made it, Jokic made it, Durant made it, Doncic made it, Curry made it, Antetokounmpo made it. And, you know, I think winning definitely has an impact on how the media views players and how much they media exposure they get to the, to the common eye, common NBA fan, casual NBA fan, for lack of a better term. Um... And his play style isn't flashy like a lot of guys like Trey Young or John Morant. I also think that has part of how much Shea is recognized as a good player to do with it. Um, my biggest thing is not saying, like, Shea is undisputably better than these people. It's just getting Shea the respect he deserves. Like, he's without a doubt on the tier of those guys at least. And there's not an argument to be made there. Like, if you look at the young guards... In terms of Trey Young, John Morant, um, Donovan Mitchell, I think he's—I definitely think he's better than Donovan Mitchell. I don't think there's a discussion to be had there. Um, Old. What? I know people that would say that that's not the case. Well, I mean, Donovan Mitchell got exposed on defense in the playoffs. Those are the same people who said Rudy Go Rudy should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. So. <laughs> And again, D. Mitch is a great player, but I just think Shea brings more to the table. And, and uh, like, I know a certain somebody who thinks C.J. McCollum is better than Shea Gilgis-Alexander. We do not talk about this. Okay, podcast over. Yeah. Time, time out. But yeah, I, my whole point in saying all that was I don't want y'all to think that we're clickbaiting or just doing this for clicks, like what's it called, hot take sports, yeah. whatever. We're not – like. Hot take, if we have a hot take, it's because we mean it, okay? It's not for clicks. It's not out of bias. And if I listen back and I think I'm being biased and I rethink anything, I'll address it in the next podcast. And I'm sure these two would do the same. They're they they, they are, they're giving their honest Yeah, comments. if you want to debate me, DM me on Please, Twitter. me too. I would love to yeah. hear your guys' side because and if, if I'm proved if you... wrong, that's fine. Like, I want to be more Especially knowledgeable. Especially if you guys think Rudy's better than Kyrie. Please come with me. <laughs> come to me with proof that Rudy is better than Kyrie. Or even Zach Levine. Prove that he's better than Zach Levine. I think you just get a lot of anger going on. Oh, <laughs> I think you're angry. Bro, I, I, I am scared for the next object you stub your toe on. I'm scared. I'm. You should be it's scared for whoever tries to give me proof that Rudy... Ooh. Nah, bro, I'm scared for your phone, bro. The phone's going out the window when you see that DM. <laughs> it's going out the nearest window. Okay. Anyways. I'm just waiting for the Utah fans to drain into my DMs saying, you just hate on Rudy because he's a hateable player. I hate on Rudy because he isn't good. Sure. 
He's a defensive anchor. He is not a franchise player. He's not the guy you build around. Ugh. And that's how that's what I'm gonna finish out with. Okay. Take it to X. Any other words? Nope. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to rate us five stars. Uh, check us out again. Spark Plug Pod Twitter. Uh, Spark Plug the the Spark Plug Pod on TikTok. Something that affect all the same logo, so you guys can find us. Um, uh, tr- Andrew runs the TikTok. We all run the Twitter. About to be more active on all these platforms, so be on the watch out. Make sure to repost anything you see if y'all really mess with us. Uh, help us grow. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate all the support. Make sure to rate us five stars on whatever platform you're on. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. It's going to be spicy. <laughs> um, season review or uh, season expectations for all 30 teams will be coming after training camp after we get a better idea of every roster and all that stuff thank you guys so much for listening um, a reminder God is great it's a blessing to be alive God bless you guys have a great rest of your day thunder up thunder up thunder up